Comic Book Tales is an immersive comic book experience for the new or lapsed comic book fan. I take a closer look at the comics that shaped my childhood and influenced my adulthood. Comic books are an amazing entry into another world and even provide the pictures to complete the fantasy. Join me for a new Comic Book Tales adventure. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode four of season two of Comic Book Tales. Today we're going to talk about the epic line at Marvel. And somebody's saying, epic, what, what is that? Well, it was an attempt by Marvel and Jim Shooter as the editor-in-chief at the time to give give the writers and artists a chance to do what they said they always wanted to do, which was, I want to create and I want to make a lot of money because I am so creative and I am so great. So they gave him the epic line. These were outside the Marvel continuity outside the Marvel Universe, a totally separate universe owned by Marvel, uh, published by Marvel, where the the creators would get control of their characters. They would get control. They would get all the money that went with that control. Uh, not all of it, obviously, but they got a much higher percentage, and they had decision-making ability on what they wanted the line to look like, what their book would look like. Uh, still to be approved, still had to be edited, still had to be um, published, but it gave the creative freedom to do what you wanted to do. Now, in this day and age, I challenge anybody on the street. There's no man on the street who wasn't a diehard comic book fan who's even heard of the epic line. Don't even know what it is. That because it didn't it didn't change the world as we thought it would. Um, now somebody can say yeah, it was still under the man because it was still under Marvel and they still had control over it, and that's probably true. Um, my contention has always been the Epic line was a nice little side project, but the people who thought they were super creative as they were weren't. Uh, and the reality was, as you often find, as we talked about before with Steve or Stan Lee and, or Steve Ditko and Stan Lee or Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, you need both. And the artist creators thought they could write. And they can't. <laughs> and <laughs> that's the rub. They couldn't write. That's why they were artists. And the writers, for the most part, couldn't draw. That's why they were writers. So when you take one out of the equation, what you're left with is a artist-heavy book. And we'll talk about that in another line as well. Artist-heavy book without a lot of story. Okay, not a lot of story. The stories weren't interesting. See, part of what we talked about in season one was the Marvel Universe made the stories interesting. Setting it in New York in real places where actual fans could go made the story infinitely more interesting. The fact that you could have Thor show up in Fantastic Four or, the fa or Johnny Storm show up in Spider-Man it made the universe more interesting. It gave it parameters, which we like. We all like rules, even though we say we don't. And it gave it a, a sense of, okay, I might see Spider-Man swing by in an episode, or an episode, issue of the Avengers. I might see Wolverine crawl into a tunnel in, in an issue of the Fantastic Four. But the reality was, in the epic line, you didn't have that. You didn't have the crossover. 
So the thing that Stanley did out of necessity and did out of, he will say he planned it. I disagree. I don't think he really planned it. I think it just kind of worked out that way. But that whole thing didn't exist in the epic line. So it was destined to fail because it didn't have all the things that would have made it successful. Now, they could have launched those titles in the Marvel Universe, right? I mean, that, that was certainly a possibility, but they didn't do that. They wanted it separate because I think deep down management didn't think it would succeed either, but said, hey, we'll, we'll throw you a bone. Go ahead. You try your hand at it. I don't think you can do it, but if you do, we make money, and if you don't, eh, we still make some money. We're not going to make a lot of money, but we'll make some money, and we'll keep you happy, and we can go on about our day. And everything's great. You're still writing over here at Marvel for us. Or drawing over here at Marvel for us. Yeah, do this on the side. And, you know, if it, it works, great. If it doesn't, no big deal. Uh, and I think that's what ended up happening. You didn't get the A game. Because, again, the A game was a combination of people. And I talked about it in one, one episode in season one. About all that goes into making a comic book. The artist. The writer. The two big ones you think of. The inker, the letterer, the colorist, the distributor, the, the comic shop owner. All those things have to happen. Well, if you've got a line that's got non-recognizable characters in a separate universe that doesn't even overlap. They didn't even overlap, really. The, the epic universe was just epic. They didn't really overlap with each other like the Marvel Universe did. And you've got to put something on the shelf for these these um, comic book publisher comic book stores or news racks they don't live in its space they're going to put stuff they know will sell that, that, that's reality they're going to put the stuff they think will sell and nobody's heard of your stuff nobody knows what you're writing nobody knows what this stuff is it, it didn't have a connection to to dc or marvel at least not to the average person so it didn't sell and it went on for a couple of years it, it it outlived jim shooter at marvel but it didn't it didn't sell, and eventually it was closed and folded in, and it just it didn't work. So here's what you end up with. You end up with this, and it wasn't wonderful. It was a nice attempt, uh, but it gave the idea. Remember, this work for hire is still out there. Epic was supposed to be the thing that fixed all that, at least Marvel thought so, but it didn't. And what we're going to see as we enter the 90s is things are not all good. Things are bad. Very, very bad. There's a nice patina of niceness at the top, but underneath it's a, it's a crumbling house of cards. And it's not going to go well. So the Epic Line was a failure. That was a Jim Shooter-directed creation, and it just didn't work. Um at the, around the same time, you also had the new universe from that was a byproduct of Secret Wars 2. That didn't work either. <laughs> Jim Shooter didn't make it to, to the second um, year of that product either. So the new universe was effectively garbage, and Epic really didn't, didn't catch on like they had hoped. So those two combined Jim Shooter creations just didn't work. So next time we enter the 90s and all the world will be different because of it. Thanks for joining me. I'll talk to you next time. I'm Chad. Goodbye.
listening. This has been a Hannah Tree production.